When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Cincinnati's Q102 Jeff and Jen, 751. Mostly cloudy skies. It'll be chilly today. We'll see a high around 41. Right now it's 35 with Jeff and Jen. Uh, if you missed it, we had a phone call from Alice, who's a big fan of the Jeff and Jen morning show, about a situation brewing at work with her boss and her boss's husband. Yeah, she had uh, been at a party. Her boss is a woman, and the boss's husband also works at the job. And not her boss. But they were at this party. Everybody was drinking. And he made a pretty forward pass at her saying, uh, I know you know that my marriage is having some issues. I'm not going to be in this marriage much longer. And I plan to get on, get to know you a lot better when it's over. And she's uh, pretty uncomfortable. Not sure if she would say she should tell her boss that uh, he did this. That he made some overtures, made made some advances toward her, mm-hmm. and that's a tough call. So we brought in the Jeff and Jen jury, fire the jury, fire the courtroom music, as the jury renders their verdict. Aaron, I think she definitely needs to tell her boss that this happened. I mean, imagine if this comes out through some other avenue, and her boss finds out that she didn't say anything about how her husband basically sexually assaulted her at this party. So whether or not she might be interested in him or not, you know, there's absolutely no reason that he should have been groping her basically at this party. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right. I'm with you. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks. Brittany. Oh, yes. Hello. <laughs> yes. To tell or not to tell? Um, I think that she should probably tell her. Yeah. All right. I mean, you know, I would I would lay it out there just kind of like, you know, hey, I really went back and forth with this, but I don't feel comfortable not letting you know. And. Yeah, I, I think that she should definitely bring it up because I think it's going to look worse on her if, if she doesn't. somehow it comes up, All right. you know, and she has never told her. Thank you, Brittany. Uh-huh. Thank you. Tyson. Well, I've actually been in a similar situation, and I did not tell, and it turned into uh, a fiasco. Oh. Um, so my suggestion would be to, you know, to kind of politely ask, <laughs> If uh, ask her friend if her and her husband are having issues, mm-hmm. uh, and then just kind of slowly roll into. And the reason I ask is because he got a little friendly at the party, mm-hmm. and I I don't want to do anything that looks like it's going behind your back. Okay, uh, and and then see you know what her reaction and response is, and, and then. Do the right thing. Go with it. All right, man. All right. Thank Thanks. you, Tyson. I'm I'm a little confused. I think that was leaning toward a tell. I'm going to put yes, him that down was as a tell. a tell. Okay. Beverly. Yes. To tell or not to tell? No. All right. Thank you, Beverly. You're welcome.
Shelly, should she tell or not tell? No, I say do not tell. But it's somewhat disappointing that she's attracted to him because he is a married man. And she said that his her his wife was her good friend. So it's just really disappointing that she verbalized she's attracted to him. So, no. Well, you can't help who you're attracted to. I think you know. I don't. I think she's okay because she never did anything about it. You know. But I think she would. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> scandal! All right, Shelly, we're putting you down as a no tell. Thank you Thank very much. You. We got to move on, Kim. We got to move through these quickly. To tell or not to tell? No, she should not tell. Do if she not tell. She will be losing her job her friendship, and she will never have a relationship with that guy. Too much at stake. Okay, okay. thanks very much. Let's go to Joanne. Joanne, yes. tell or not to tell? Right, yes. Well, yes what? Tell or yes. no tell? Yeah, tell her not to tell because, oh. <laughs> I mean, I've been in similar situations, and every time it comes back that I'm the bad person. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, you blame the messenger. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Fair so. enough. I would tell her definitely do not tell, do especially not tell. if she wants to keep her job. All right, right Joanne, <laughs> thanks very much. So we tallied him up because we all had our opinions. Yep, I'm like, no. As, uh, as much as friends and people in your life say, I just want you to tell me the truth. Just be open and upfront. You, get, you can't. Sometimes you just can't. I say I, you got to tell. Tell. Honesty is the best policy. I said tell as well, but it was overwhelmingly to not tell her boss yep. what her husband did. Mm. All right, Alice, you still with us? Yes. I got to say, these things are usually pretty cut and dry with me, black and white, and while I don't agree with the answer, I kind of think that this is the easier way out. And I kind of, you know, I think it's easy to pass this one off as, you know, everybody was drinking a lot. I really did. If, if you get... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Caught at some point. I really didn't make anything of it because, you know, he was just wasted. I thought he was just running his mouth. Jen's giving you talking points. I love it. (laughs) No, that makes a lot of sense. You know? I mean, because I... I, I, it's true. I didn't do anything. Like you know, no, we you did nothing shot. wrong, and you shouldn't fear retaliation if you did tell her. And we don't really know what it. You know, it sure looked and sounded like his intentions were being made pretty clear. But you don't really know what he was thinking in that drunken moment. He may not even remember. Well, he keeps giving me lewd looks, but we can pretend <laughs> that I don't see that. Yeah. <laughs> but there you go. You know, what do you do? Mm-hmm. What would you do in that situation? You would not tell. Obviously. I wouldn't. No, because yeah. I I've found myself in that situation before, and it's it's a no win. So right. rough. All right, we got a brand new second date update coming up in just a few minutes. But first, diamonds are forever. <laughs> Emily is looking to get to the bottom of a mystery, a mystery of why she's being blown off by a guy named John. Welcome, Emily, to the program. How are you? I'm okay. How are you guys doing? Awesome. Hanging Great. in there, hanging in there. So talk to us about John. Is this someone you went on a date with? Um, 
Yes, I, we went on a date. I met him online. Uh, I have to say, I'm kind of an old pro at Match. Um, I've had two pretty long relationships that came out of Match, and like one of them lasted about a year, the other lasted like 18 months. And both were great guys, but there just wasn't a spark that I was looking for. And I really thought that there was a spark, potential at least, with this one, with John. Right. So we met up at Friday's for happy hour drinks okay. and appetizers. Nice. And I kind of felt like we hit it off right away. I mean, I was just really comfortable with it. We talked about all kinds of stuff. And at one point, we started talking about all the um, musicians that have died recently, and we decided <laughs> to choose some shots in their honors. So, like, we had one for David Bowie, one for Glenn Fry, and one for the Earth, Wind, and Fire guy. Right. But anyway, by the time we were done, we had to Uber home, and that was about 11 o'clock. So, you know, we were there a long time. And when we were done, he gave me a hug, and he said he'd talk to me later, but I haven't heard back from him. So... Huh. You know, I've actually been kind of bummed about it. You know, i got to say I'm a little bummed I wasn't on the date. It sounds kind of fun. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'd like to do shots in honor of dead musicians. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah. So you said when we were done, I'm implying this, you Ubered home together, and then when you were finished, like, hooking up? No, 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 no. When we were done hanging out at Fridays. When we were oh. done hanging out at Fridays. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now we just got to figure out what's up with John. Mm-hmm. And get his side of the story. See what he thought of Emily and his date with her. Coming up next, the second date update continues. Hang on. All right, so Emily is no stranger to online dating. In fact, she's actually had a couple of long-term relationships as a result from online dating. But here she was, back at it again. Met a guy named John, who she met up with at Friday's. And boy, they hit it off right off the bat. Lots in common. Had a great time drinking, doing some shots, toasting some of the musicians we've lost here in the past few months. Yeah, love that idea, by the way. Let's go out later. Very cash, very comfortable, just great chemistry. Looked promising enough that there would be a second encounter. Hmm. As I understand it, the two Ubered home separately since they met there, and that was the end of it, so no monkey business. All those shots, man. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm surprised. Yeah. And John didn't give any indication. There was no change in his demeanor. There was nothing that he may have had a bad reaction to, nothing you said that made it seem like he was put off. I didn't notice it. If he did, I thought we were having a rocking and rollicking good time. I, yeah. I, that's why I'm calling you guys. I'm sort of dumbfounded. Right. Yeah, okay. It does sound that way. You know, we try to look for clues with these things, but let's just call him and see what he has to say. I hope I dialed this right. Hey, John. This is John. It's Jeff and Janet, Q102. How are you? Um, you might have the wrong number. I don't know. I mean, this is. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I don't think we have the wrong number. We actually are calling you on purpose because we have a mutual friend. Okie dokie. <laughs> well, the girl you went to Fridays with that you met online, Emily, she is a friend of ours and she's a big fan of our show. And she was telling us all about the fun you guys had at Fridays together. And I think she's a little disappointed that she's not heard from you since. And it just so happens that we do a feature on our show called Second Date Update, where if someone goes on a date 
and they have a really good time thinking there's going to be a second date but end up getting blown off. This is where sometimes they'll call us to advocate on their behalf. Or at least uh, investigate, yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, I, well, in that case, it's funny. I've never done this before, but the date was, the date was fine. It was, we had a good time. She was, she's a cool, uh, I think, kind of quirky girl. And, um, you know, we, like I said, we had fun. It was all good. She's just kind of one of the uh, sort of chicks you kind of keep in the friend zone kind of thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, I mm. didn't want to give the wrong impression by taking it to a second date. So Yeah, it's interesting because when I heard her description of the date, I there was part of me that was kind of sad that I missed it. It sounded like you guys had a great time. I would have enjoyed being there. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, we, we, we hung out actually for longer than I thought we would because, you know, she's just a, she's a character, and, and, and she had some fun ideas. I take a shot, I do this and this and that, and yeah. you know, we, we we got our laughs on. It's just there was some things about her that sort of pushed me the wrong way, and you know, I just kind of didn't feel the, the chemistry kicking, if you know what I mean. Let me just clarify: Did you say that something did or did not rub you the wrong way? I mean, nothing rubbed me the wrong way. I just would say, you know, we're we have different interests. We're interested in different things. Like what? Um. Namely, I like certain TV shows she doesn't like, and she really likes kind of like Dragon Con, Star Wars stuff that I'm not so much into, mm. basically. Yeah. Is that a big deal? Is that a deal breaker for you? I mean, it's not a deal breaker, but she said she's seen Star Wars 17 times, and I kind of was like, whoa. Huh? Oh, wow. Are you talking about the new one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's gone to the theater and spent like 17 times, however much she did, <laughs> to go to the theater that many times to see Star Wars. And I was like... I mean, that's cool and all. It's like not necessarily for me. <laughs> she was probably just joking. She's probably seen it more than once, but didn't actually see it 17 times. <laughs> Jen spent some hour, quality how hours many, and timing in the theater. We're not talking about me here. Remember Twilight? She saw that in the theater like 10 times. How many times <laughs> did you really see that movie? Which one? Twilight. Either of them. <laughs> Twilight. Well, the original Twilight, I didn't see a whole bunch of times, but New Moon and Eclipse, I saw a whole bunch of times. Yeah, I remember you went like back to back, to, and you even went to like three o'clock show, three like, a.m. showings, twenty sometimes. See, I told you. I was just gonna, I was all set to defend Emily, saying, my, <laughs> "I was like, what? My girlfriend saw Star Wars. She said it was good. What's the problem? I, you know, I'm not into Star Wars, but that doesn't mean we can't exist in a relationship. So your point is, is that she's obsessed with Star Wars. Yeah, and look, n- no shame in that game. I mean, props to Emily for being who she is. That's just not who I am. That's all I'm saying. Let's bring Emily into the conversation. Emily, how many times have you really seen Star Wars? Well, um, it's been a week since I've seen John, so now I've seen it 19 times. At a girl. Oh, Whoa. wow. I mean, no why do you kidding. go back I'm so impressed. often? Are you what? hoping to get something out yeah, of it? Yeah, what are you getting out of that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I think that, um, okay, so what I'm getting out of it is so, like so many things because I saw the first one when I was a kid. I saw it 11 times. And uh, I love the story that it got, for me, it got weaker as it went along a little bit, but this one brought it back. Uh, so it's not only just nostalgic for me, but also there is a, obviously a strong female lead. And that had a lot to do with how many times I went back because it's just like, you know, kick ass and empowering to see, a, you know, a woman up there um, being able to be the, the main, you know. I get it. Wow. How long is the movie? Well, two hours. Um, <laughs> it feels like it's about five hours, but I think the runtime's two fifty, isn't it? No, something like that. No, the run. It's not that long. No, the runtime I do believe is about two hours and sixteen minutes with the previews and everything. You can get two twenty five. 
two hours and 16 minutes times 19. Yeah, but you know what? If you like something, if you like a restaurant, you might go back to the restaurant 19 times in your life, and you might bring your friends to it. And so I brought my friends to my favorite movie. I brought my niece to my favorite movie. Like a lot of money, too. That's like 200 bucks. Yeah, you're not kidding. Everybody loves Star Wars. My word. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with okay. you. Okay. But you can so, see how this might not be his thing, though, right? Um, Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Sure. I guess so. I've never met a dude who wasn't into Star Wars. You know, I just, I thought that was going to be like a bonding thing. And, well, I don't, I don't know that he is not into Star Wars. John, are you, are you not into Star Wars at all, or are you just not into it as much as she's into it? I mean, guys, I'm feeling slightly ambushed, but to be honest, I am not that into Star Wars. Yeah, right. okay. John, have you had a chance to see the new Star Wars? I did, like most Americans at this point, see Star Wars, and I saw it one glorious time. Yeah. Was it good? Did you like it? It was good. I like the old ones. I like the old fat job of the hut guy, but this new stuff is it's fine too. I can I can jive with some JJ Abrams. I'm okay with it. Just not that Just many not that times. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't sound like the issue is Star Wars per se. Is it Star Wars or her need to see it nineteen times? It's the obsession. I mean, if that's where you know, if I if she sees that seventeen times, all I'm saying that that was our first date. Maybe that's information you keep to yourself. I mean, <laughs> with her, that's but funny. Just kind of freaked me out a little bit. Right. <laughs> and Emily, have you been this way with anything else besides Star Wars, or is it just Star Wars? Have you become this obsessed about other things? Um, I, you know, we all have our, you know, likes and dislikes. I mean, I'm a big fan of a few things, but mm-hmm. I don't think I'm obsessed with anything. But nothing. In the world of Zootopia, humans never happened, which makes Zootopia a modern, civilized world that is entirely animal. Animals in Zootopia are anthropomorphic. That is just a big fancy word that means they walk around on two feet, and they use technology. Okay, there are mammals from all over the globe in Zootopia. Large and small, fast and slow. But the truth is, Zootopia isn't perfect. And just like our world, not everyone gets along. Especially natural enemies. So now you know. Zootopia. Like nothing you've seen before. Oh, that's cute. We went to go see it Monday night, too. We did. And and here are our mom versus dudes movie reviews since we go and see these through very different perspectives. Mom versus dudes <laughs> movie <laughs> reviews. Yes. So we'll start with the mom. I'll go ahead. I'll go first. All right. Uh, Disney. Oh my God, do I love Disney? They their timing on this movie is just amazing. If you're having difficulty talking to your kids about what's going on in the world today, uh, conversations about racial and gender stereotyping, uh, flat-out sexism and racism, and even a flavor of drug abuse, it is all... It is, is in all, the movie? It is all in there in the movie. and wow. But it's done with such grace and ease and charm. I mean, the kids aren't really going to realize, you know, what it is they're watching, but the parents can see it. And so when you're four or five, ten-year-old comes to you and wants to talk about this stuff. Do you remember in Zootopia when? And it's really, it's going to make it a lot easier for parents. I mean, you can use this as a tool 
with your kids to talk about these really tough issues. Of course, you fall in love with the characters. Our little dumb bunny uh, has a big dream of being the first bunny police officer in Zootopia. And, of course, nobody thinks she can do it. Nobody wants her to do it. But, of course, she goes on a hero's journey. And she does it. And, of course, with every journey like that, she can show us that even the best of intentions can cause harm. And when she realizes what she's done, she admits her mistakes and does her best to make it right, which is cool. Characters are all endearing, even the bad guys. This is what I really liked because Disney does such a great job of showing us that everybody in this story really is doing the best they can with the beliefs that they hold. And they're doing their best to take care of themselves, both physically and emotionally. So when you find out, the motivations for that sly fox, why he has lived such a sly life. Ah. It becomes very understandable. And once we learn why he is the way that he, that he is, we really start to root for him. I mean, so you like the, like the, you like the bad characters empathy, too. Empathy is a fabulous thing. And I think you learn that here for the younger ones who may not be ready for these heavier topics that are covered. All the standard kid lessons are there. Don't lie. Don't cheat. Don't steal. Be nice. Say you're sorry. For the really, really little ones, it's beautiful to look at, even especially in 3D. Lots of slapstick humor to make the little ones laugh. And when it's over, they're probably going to want a trip to the Disney store because they're going to want a stuffed Judy Hopps or Nick Wilde. And then uh, for the grown-ups, a lot of moments where you're going to laugh out loud and your kids are going to have no clue why. Probably going to even be willing to go back and see it again if they beg you to. I know I'll be first in line to buy the DVD. All so right. I give it four paws up. Yay. Right. There you go. Good four job. paws up. I'm taking Jacob tomorrow. Oh, All fun. Right. You are. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, this is a mom versus dudes review here. So here is my perspective. Obviously, Jen and I live very different lives. Uh, it's tough for me to stay awake through an entire movie unless it's very, very interesting and compelling. And I got to tell you, <laughs> I loved it. I think Zootopia is a hilariously fun Disney animation with an endless supply of cuteness but don't let that description mislead you. This movie is as insightful as it is adorable. And I'll tell you what, I lost count of the many issues that Zootopia tackles. Bullying, racism, xenophobia, fear-mongering, especially in politics and the media. It's very timely, but it all does so in a way that never felt preachy or condescending to me. Jennifer Goodwin who you may know uh, from, from uh, Once Upon a Time. Once Upon she a plays, Time. Mm-hmm. That's right. She plays a bubbly, idealistic bunny so whose life's dream it is to become a cop in the big city of Zootopia to make a difference. And Jason Bateman, boy, I love Jason Bateman, man. He was well cast as a cynical, streetwise, sarcastic fox. But when these two get together on a crime-fighting adventure, things get interesting and the laughs begin. Zootopia is timely. It's relevant to what's going on today. It offers an uplifting lesson in humanity without beating us over the head with saccharine sweet cuteness. The fact that I was even able to stay awake through this entire kids movie is high praise. (laughs) So if you're a dude planning to take your kids or you're just looking to give their mom a well-deserved afternoon off, Zootopia will not torture you. Oh, nice. (laughs) That's a good point. As for the squirmy, fussy toddlers in the row ahead of you... Sorry, man, you're on your own. <laughs> How long is it? Is it a pretty long movie? It's or? your standard yeah, it's hour like maybe, and half. It felt like it was 90 minutes to me. Yeah, yeah gotcha. that's what usual kid right. movies are. All right, Tim, what do you got? All right, so you guys know that I love animals with human names, right? Oh, God, I, yeah. I have a dog named Steve. Steve. Uh, in Zootopia, there's an entire cast of animals with human names, but uh, <laughs> front and center is Judy the Rabbit. She's breaking all the rabbit stereotypes, moving to the big city to become the first rabbit police officer. 
Of course, there's the uphill struggles, and she makes a difference and solves the big case with the help of her new bad boyfriend, Nick. He's the fox. <laughs> and uh, there's a character who doesn't have a human name. There's only one, I think, and that was Zootopia music icon Gazelle. And <laughs> she's a gazelle. <laughs> and uh, that's Shakira. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. It is Shakira. So, so those are the basics of the movie. So my, some of my favorite moments, giraffes and pants driving tall cars. Yes. Mafia mice with their polar bear bodyguards. Yes. A shrew driving a 1970s Dodge Tradesman van. Good one. Uh, there's a character named Emmett the Otter, which has no relation to the Muppet Christmas special, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, but it reminded me of that, and it made me happy. Uh, there's lots of lessons in this movie as well. Don't judge a book by its cover. Reach for your dreams. Work hard to accomplish them. Be nice. Treat wow. people like you want to mm-hmm. be treated. If only we as adult Americans could remember to do those things more often, so maybe Zootopia should be required viewing. Um, I like all these reviews. Everybody likes it so far. Yeah, lots of current and social political undertones. I stopped Counting how many, but it's not annoying. It didn't, uh, you yeah. know, it didn't get to me. So if uh, you're looking for a Disney movie with lots of good songs like Mary Poppins and Jungle Book and Beauty and the Beast, this is not that kind of Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say this is probably one of the best Disney cartoon movies I've seen in a really long time. Smart, clever, lots of smiles, laughs, and a genuine fun time. Yeah. All right. Well, I there mean, you go. Even the real movie critics, you mm-hmm. know, who get paid to do this, they're like, this is the best Disney movie in 20 years. Really? Yeah. And we oh all liked gosh. it. Yeah. We all really enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm going to have to go. You guys yeah. really have persuaded yeah. me to go to a movie. Think of like Pocahontas and Tarzan and like that era. This knocks those out of the water. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's really cute. Yeah. Good to know. All right. 833. And by the way, uh, if you want to refer back, you can read our reviews online at WKRQ.com. Click Jeff and Jen or else you, I think there's even an icon right there on the yep. main page. Yeah, there is. Mom versus dude. Mom versus dude. Movie <laughs> review. All right, eight thirty-three. Looking at mostly cloudy skies today. It'll be chilly with a high right around forty-one. It is thirty-four with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q one hundred two. All right, new issue of People magazine hitting mailboxes and newsstands on the cover. Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani's untold love story. And here to tell us all about it, Kate Hogan joins us now from People magazine. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Good. Going pretty good. I was watching Gwen Stefani on Ellen, I don't know, a few days back. And uh, even despite their great relationship, they seem to be very good friends. She can't stop Ellen from trying to go there, but Gwen would not give up the goods. What do we know about this relationship between her and Blake Shelton? Well, it's going well, it sounds like. Um, I think a lot of people maybe doubted that. This was for real in the beginning, but the two of them are so happy together is what friends of the couple are telling people. They were at the Vanity Fair Oscar after party on Saturday and looked like two teenagers in love is what we were told, that they're just blissfully happy together and it really radiates from looking at them. Is it an annoying happy or is it one of those, oh, look at them, they're so cute? I think it's an, oh, look at them, they're so cute. I guess we'd have to see it in person, but it sounds like, you know, they were both really sad after their divorces. Obviously, Gwen never wanted to divorce Gavin, and Blake and Miranda's divorce wasn't something that had been in the works for a while, and they turned lemons into lemonade, we say. They, you know, are both happy people deep down and found each other and make each other laugh, and it just sounds like a really good fit, actually. It's a really sweet story. Cool. Cool. And what else you got this week? Well, we have a little bit darker fare. Um, Cheryl Underwood, you know, from The Talk, is opening up about how her early life was really difficult, but that's where she found comedy from. She was 
raped by a family member when she was young. She was raped as an adult. Her husband committed suicide. Her parents got divorced. But she found comedy as an outlet for all the sadness. And that's how she ended up eventually on the talk. And, you know, now she's using her past to inspire others who have been victims of sexual assault and also, you know, bring laughs to TV on the talk. She is so much a survivor. It's a really beautiful story. I remember when the talk first came out and everybody was like, oh, this is so obviously CBS's version of The View. It's nowhere near as good. And over time, this show has just surpassed the news ratings so much better. Yeah. And if we missed anything with the Oscars, you've got it covered, right? Oh, yeah. We have 54 pages of Oscars, so you're not going to miss a thing. All the best dresses. Obviously, Leonardo DiCaprio was the big story of the night, winning his first Oscar finally. So awesome. All right. You got it all. 54 pages of Oscars 2016 packed in this week's issue of People Magazine. Among other things that are covered top to bottom, Look for the cover, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani's Untold Love Story. Kate Hogan, it's always good having you. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks. Have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. Mostly cloudy skies today. It'll be chilly with a high right around 41. It's 34 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. All right. Uh, The big debate, I think this was the 13th Republican debate that went down last night. Feels like it. That's for sure. Yeah. Whew. And, you know, I don't know if we can really call it so much of a debate. It's more of a yell fest, a scream fest. So what we thought we would do is play a game. Who yelled it? Yay. How about that? What? Who yelled it? I we mean, w- <laughs> when I listen to Hail to the Chief here, yeah. this sounds so oh, presidential. Oh. Official, <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. but I mean it. It evokes a sense of reverence and respect for the office mm-hmm. of the president of the United States, and which I so flies in the face of what we saw last night. Right, I think that if you know any of the guys that were debating last night win the presidency, they ought to have Metallica play that song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Hardcore. the president comes they would out. Have to. Be something. So what we will do is uh, I'll give you a quote from last night, and you just have to tell us which one of the four guys yelled it. It'll be the best out of five for movie tickets. 513-749-2320. Caller 20 gets to play. All right. Good luck. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.